We are continuing today in Mishnah Yomi, and today's Mishnah Yomi assignment is Parak Zayin in Mesechus Brachas, Mishnayis Dalit through Hey. Chapter 7, Mishnayis 4 through 5. Mishnah Dalit says as follows, Shlosha Sha'achlu Ke'echad, if you have three people who had a meal together, Enan Rasha'in Lachalit, they should not split up. And the same thing applies to four people who had a meal together or five people who had a meal together. The idea being that if three people had a meal together, they have, when they bench, they have the ability to bench as a mazuman. If they split up, then they only have the ability to bench as individuals. Therefore, the Mishnah tells us that once they went ahead and ate a meal together, there's an obligation of a mazuman that devolves upon them, and therefore they can split up. That is true if it's three, four, or five. Shisha nechlakin adasara. If you have six people who ate a meal together, they can split up up until 10. In other words, between 6 and 10, you can split up into two groups because the Mizuman is the same if it's 3 people or if it's 9 people. However, once you get to 10, remember again, as we saw in the last Mishnah, 10 people in Minyan have the ability to bench with Elokeinu, the name of Hashem. And therefore, once you are a Minyan, Einon Nechlokin, you cannot split the group. Achiyu Esrim, until you have 20. At 20, then they have the ability, they have the right to go ahead and split up into two distinct groups. Beautiful. That is Mishnah Dalit. Mishnah says as follows. If you have two groups who are eating in one home, so this is like if you could imagine two different su'udos, two different groups eating in one home. So the Mishnah says, if some of the, some will call the group A and group B. If some of the members of group A saw some of the members of group B, they could combine to form one Mizuman unit. So if you could imagine for a moment, let's say you have a, let's say you have a hotel and there are multiple banquet halls. And let's say again, you have two groups eating in two different banquet halls, but some people from group A see other people from group B. They have the ability, those individuals who see each other have the ability to go ahead and create group cohesion between A and B to the point that they have the ability now to form a Muslim for benching together. But if no members of the group see each other, then each group will make their own Muslim. Good. Says you cannot make a bracha on wine until you dilute it with water. The water of the excuse me, the wine of the Mishnah was very strong, more like a wine concentrate, and it wasn't normally. If you were to go ahead and drink wine, you would always dilute it with water. It was actually three parts water to one part to one part wine. Was there was there wine water ratio? So Rabbi Eliezer says that you can't drink. People don't drink undiluted wine to the point that if you drink undiluted wine, he says you don't make a bracha. Instead, the Bartanura points out, he says, you make a bore peri ha'etz, because it's considered like grapes, not really like wine. Only once you dilute it appropriately, they make the bracha bere peri The chamim, the chamim, the chamim omrim parchim. Some say, no, you can make a hagafen even on undiluted wine. And in fact, interestingly enough, that's how we pass in halacha lemaisa. Shulchan Aruch says that even if you drink undiluted wine, assuming that it's actually drinkable, that one would still recite a Borei Prihagavan. Okay, Shnechem, we'll stop over here. Mazel Tov on completing the seventh parak of Meseches Baruchas. And Amir Tashem tomorrow will begin with the eighth parak of Gotevach.